to another episode of Uncommon Faith. It's your girl, the flower, Bowie, and my amazing co-host, Regina B. Gina, how you doing today, love? I'm good, but can you see me? Because I, I, I don't see nothing. Yeah, honey, I can see you. You do? Oh, my goodness. Let me find my way back to you. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Okay, there I am. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Oh my goodness. Hey, I am here. So I'm, you know, I'm a little bit better than last week, but you know, we still trying to get in the groove. Right. Today was my first day back into the real world. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. 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 And, uh, wasn't sure I was going to make it, but I did. You made it, boo. You're here. I made it. I made it. You made it. Awesomeness, awesomeness. What about you? How was your day? Today, I've been pushing. It's been a busy day, but I'm excited because, you know, busy means good sometimes when we're being productive. When, you know, I'm working on a new launch, two new launches at the same time. And so, you know, God is amazing. I'm, I'm super excited, you know, coming out of the season, the, the super quiet season that I've been in, because, you know, sometimes God just puts us on total pause. He puts us on ice. And so I am I've, I've gotten more clarity. I've gotten more uh, strategic insight. And literally, when you know it's from God, it flows. It flows, Absolutely. it flows, it flows. And, you know, every question that I have about, you know, one of these projects that I'm launching, it's like it's answered in a very short period of time. I think I told you guys last week or week before, like, boom, last man. week. And then I had more questions and boom, I'm getting phone calls, text messages. And so it's just really falling into place. So I'm feeling I'm, I'm totally optimistic about, you know, what God is doing in this season. And, um, you know, how he's preparing us to, you know, to go to transition into this last quarter of 2021. That's right. And and we know that we want to be intentional, right, That's as we go into this last quarter. And um, if you have, if you set goals and you haven't reached them, it's time to sit down and recalibrate and see what we can knock out, right, right. before we end this year. Right. <clears throat> but, um. Yeah, because you know what? He said it was going to be a period of divine acceleration. And so I think that's what's happening right now. So for those who have been planting those seeds, it's harvest time in certain areas. Right. And I'm like, it's it, we got to grind. It's grind time, y'all. It's grind time. And I know that, um, you know, Marcus and I, well, you know what, Gina, we forgot to tell the people. The family, the Uncommon Faith family to like and share. Right. Okay. I was, yes, I was waiting to do that. Let's do that. Come on, hit me the thumbs up. Let's like, share, subscribe, all those wonderful things. Because we want our Uncommon Faith family to grow. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. One big happy family. Absolutely. So if you're watching from our YouTube channel, definitely like and subscribe. You're watching from one of our Facebook live streams like and share guys like and share and if you're listening catching the replay on one of our podcast platforms um definitely leave a comment or download let us know you are you're here you're here but regina i totally that slipped my mind because i know we were talking over the weekend and on sunday i just really woke up with um like you said that word intentional and I, I, you know, I, I call, you know, I had a, a little, a little powwow Zoom or, a, you know, messenger group. And, you know, we was just, I was just reminding everybody to be intentional in this last season, be Absolutely. intentional in this last quarter of 2021, because it's definitely going to set you up for how you're going to start 2022. 
right? I, I know that it may look like there is no way that you can still accomplish some of those goals that you put out. I know that it may look like it is impossible that God is like some people, you know, I'm pretty sure they're even questioning like, God, can you even hear me? Like, are my parents getting up or is somebody, is somebody praying against me right now? I don't right. feel like somebody has their foot on your neck and stuff like that. But I just want to encourage, you know, Gina, our Uncommon Faith family to keep pushing, to keep your goals, keep a, stay aligned with your purpose and with your calling. Like last, last week we were talking about staying calibrated to the cross. Like we got to stay calibrated in this season. And sometimes and character. Yes, we, we touched on character. We talked a whole session on character. So if y'all didn't catch that character last week. Oh, my God. Dropped, oh, my God. That was fire. It was fire. Let's just be real. It was. It was. And we got into some very interesting points in character, stuff that we don't even think about when it comes right. to your character, right? And in this season, especially with everything that's going on, all the transition that's happening, we want to represent the kingdom at the highest level. We want right. kingdom and excellence. And so part of that is making sure that our character is on point. That's it. But you know, I know but we I am right. Right. Yes. I am super excited about tonight's guest. Like right. I have been waiting and waiting and waiting guys to introduce this very special person Absolutely. to our uncommon faith uh, family. So tonight we have with, have on the show Miss Kimberly Moore. She is absolutely amazing, guys. You just, I can't even begin to tell you this. She is my sister from another uh, mister, as they say. <laughs> uh, and we have been, she, I'm telling you, 20 plus years, she has been my writer, you know. Um, she is a very successful, award-winning entrepreneur. I'm going to allow her to come on and tell you guys more about um, her business and all the amazing things she has going on. Um, but I, I'm just, let's just get her on. I'm ready. Hello. Hey. 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 Miss Kim, welcome, Hi. welcome. Thank you, you so much. You, you are looking Lovely as usual. And I see you represent that, that your your sorority and your red. Okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> that wasn't even intentional. That just seems like the color I go to. Of course. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Kim. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to, you know, Uncommon Faith. Uh, we definitely appreciate you being here with us tonight. And Kim, just take a moment to introduce yourself to the Uncommon Faith family. Okay. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Kimberly Moore. I have, um, like Regina and LaFlava said, I have been their family member since 1995. Five. Yeah, that's a long time. So um, I consider them more sisters than friends because, you know, after a while you just become family. Um, let's see. I am a teacher. Um, I've been teaching since 2000, a teacher turned business owner, basically. So I own Leaks and Bounds Tutorial Center, where we tutor kids. We started pre-K, go up to college level in reading, writing, math, and science. Um, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a Christian. Should have said that first. <laughs> um, and just 
a busy person working in the community, working with my family, doing things for family and um, just getting it, just, just going forward. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, totally awesome. I want to get into later on, like what made you activate your entrepreneurial rights as a team, you know, to start leaps and bounds. Um, but that's going to be a little later because, okay. um, because I know a lot of teachers have passions. It's like, of course you love teaching, but I love how you've taken your passion and you've also turned it into a business as well, where you get double fulfilled. But before we jump into that, we have a segment called, um, I know God is real because. And so if you don't mind, I know you have so many, um, can you share with us a testimony or you know a story or just a time in your life where you, it was nothing but God that got you through, or it was, or God really showed himself. Did you have a supernatural experience? Um, so I'm curious, <laughs> how do you know that God is, that God is real without a shadow of a doubt? Uh, there are a lot of times. Um, oh, there's almost too many tonight. <laughs> I would say, um, I don't know. I guess I'll go back to college years. Um, there was a really dark time in my life during college. And I guess I would say if I didn't, God hadn't blessed me with the friends that I had, I don't know if I would have made it through that time. Um, and I talk, I don't normally share this part of my testimony because it's very personal and you can be ridiculed. But um, as I get older in life, I realize just everybody goes through stuff. And if you don't have the right mindset, it's easy for the devil to attack your mind. And so I was depressed during college and I uh, doing parts of my college years. And I didn't see what I have now coming. I couldn't see it then. And so I always tell people, you know, they say, oh, I, it's not going to get better. Oh, I wish that I could just stop. It's like, keep going. It gets better. There are happier days ahead. Um, I'm described as most, one of the most bubbly, laughing people that everybody knows now. And there was a time in my life where that was not me. It lasted about a year or two. I was happy before then. I went through a really dark time and then it came back. But when I was in that dark time, I couldn't see it coming back. So God saved my life several times and he used other people to do it. Um, he used the love from other people. He used the care from other people. Um, one time I wanted to drive and I said, I just wanted to drive in the dark. Um, and where I lived, there were a lot of hills and you could easily go off. And I didn't think I would, wow. but I don't know. And I remember I got in my car and it wouldn't start. So I couldn't go anywhere that day. So, um, and then when I got over myself the next morning, I got in my car and it started just fine. So that was one instance where I don't know what would have happened if I could have got on that street at two o'clock in the morning. I don't know if I would have been in a car wreck. I don't know if 
I would have got so sad while I was out by myself. I don't know. But I do know my car didn't start. And the very next day, it did. And nothing was wrong with it. It was like God said, no, go back in that house and lay down. Or go to sleep or do something. <laughs> so that was... Um, Miraculous things like that have happened to me all my life. That's kind of how I know his hand is on me. Mm. Amen. I would say that, yeah. Wow. That is Gina was there. She remembers. I do. I do. Um, I tell you what, you hit on so many things, Kim. One of the things that we, we rep around here is uh, Jesus in therapy. We believe in Jesus and therapy, right? right. <laughs> you know, because in, we know in our culture, you know, when you get it's down, down. we so quick to say, go pray about it. Right. Right. And leave it at that. And you sometimes you need you need some help. You need some guidance right. through that thing. And um, so we, we are huge supporters of Jesus and therapy. <laughs> but that is that is amazing testimony. And we thank you for sharing that with us. We know that I think all of us have gone through that dark night of the soul, that that period of time. And to you, just like you said, if we are able to just hold on. Right. Just hold right. on and trust that greater is coming, that your right. better days are ahead and you will get there. And and when you look back, you like, oh, wow. If I would have missed out on everything that God has given me since then, that would have been the real tragedy. Because right. I didn't even realize I wasn't even, I hadn't even started living at that time. Exactly. Wow, that's yeah. major. That's major. That's major. Yes. And I really hope that we have some young people out there that are listening because we have so many kids that are, you know, taking their lives and feeling like they can't go on. Um, and I, I, honestly, like you said, it, it gets better. You hadn't even started living yet. Right. right? <laughs> That's I, huge. But I want to I want to touch on something because I was reading. Um, was it a devotional or an article or something last week? And I want to touch on the fact that Kim said she doesn't know what would have happened. You know, if she would have gotten in that car. Right. Um, and she was she was tempted to go get in the car. She got in the car. She tried to start the car. And so while I was reading this article, it was really when when Jesus was led into, you know, the wilderness. when He was led for the 40 days and 40 nights. And we know the tempter came to tempt him. Right. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, what if the tempter came just in our thoughts? Like, what if he wasn't right there with Jesus? What if he what if he, you know, tempted him how we're tempted in our day to day lives now? with just our thought, our consciousness, right? It's like, what, and if that was the case, right? If he came to him, you know, in his consciousness, in his in his mindset, and he was able, because we, and he was able to overcome him. I think that gives us, if we look at it from that perspective, that gives us so much more power and authority and knowing that if you tempted Jesus like this, just in his mindset and his mental, I know that we can overcome the same thing. Because I know for me, I've always thought of it as, you know, to a fact that, you know, he went up to the mountaintop with Jesus. You know, he was looking, but they were just saying, let's let's spin this and kind of put it like, 
how would Jesus be tempted in today's times? Yeah. You know, and it would be an attack on his mindset. It would be an attack on his belief system. It would cause him to doubt God or or cause him to think that he is God and do some things, right? And so I just wanted to touch on that, Kim, because it's so important. And, you know, um, I know a lot of our community has been studying angels and and things like that. And there is angelic activity, um, you know, everywhere right now. I was telling Regina, I was like, girl, it's angel in this room. I got, I'm over here not feeling good. And I was like, Lord, why are you over here giving me angelic visits? And I can't do nothing. I can't even talk. You know, I can't do nothing with it. I just know it's there. So thank you. But, you know, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, Kim, if it was a, if there was some angelic activity that night that stopped your car from starting and stopped you from taking that drive. Right. Because even if I hadn't done anything, the headspace I was in, I didn't need to be on the road. I could have ran into somebody else. I, you know, I wasn't when you're not in your right mind, you really don't need to be driving because driving, you need to be present. And I wasn't present. Exactly. So we know that he is a promise keeper. We know that he's going to protect us even when we can't protect ourselves. Right. He's going to do that. I love it. I love it. What you got, Gina? You know what? (laughs) It's funny that you said that because I have a I know God is real because. Oh, come on then. Come on. (laughs) You didn't even say nothing. Well, It just fell really heavy on me because of our guest. So, and we were talking about the car and it just took me back to me and Kimberly's senior year in college. We took our first big road trip by ourselves, me, her, and our other bestie. And we drove from Houston to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. And... (laughs) How we got there is a testimony all in itself. I mean, that was nothing but God all the way through. But I'll save that part for another time. Let me get to the other part. So we driving back and, you know, we are tired. We are exhausted. We make it to Kim's house and we drop her off because she's in Houston. And then I'm further out. And so we go, we drop her off, get back on the freeway go the next exit. And I had to exit because I was so sleepy. I couldn't do it. We stopped at a gas station in the McDonald's. And it's like, okay, we're going to lay here. We're going to sleep for just, just, just about 30 minutes. Right? So we, we, we laid there, got back on the road. Can I tell you, I remember getting on the freeway and I remember exiting the freeway 30 minutes later. I did not drive that car. Wow. I did not drive that car from the north side of Houston all the way on the other side of Katy. Mm. I woke up. I remember waking up as I was exiting. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, what just Mm. happened? Like, and I woke and and, and my little passenger over here, she was found, she over there snoring. So she just asleep as I am. So he said, so my life by getting me out the car. He showed it. He showed it. Showed up. He was like, let me go get, let me go get my precious kids. 
because they could have easily just slept in the drive through or just went on in the house and laid on the couch and took a, it took a quick nap. Something. I don't know what the time thing was, the constraint that we couldn't stop and just stay, but we really should have went in there and got on Kim on Kim's couch or, or something, but just we made it. You know, just go on, like Kim, you go and lay on the couch. We need some good sleep for about 30 minutes. Right. Go over the bed real quick. But it's like that's amazing. And it's like those are that's why I love this segment because it's, it causes us to think of the receipts of God. And you know, I'm really big on the receipts. Like God has so many receipts. Like if we look back over our lives, there's so many instances, so many times when he has showed up. Yeah. Yes. Showed up just like, you know, I like that, that footprints prayer that everybody named mama had in their house in the nineties, you know, or in the church, you know, where you always see one footprints in the sand. And that's what God was carrying you. He was protecting you. And it's, it's just, I just, I just love this segment um, because it just reminds us of his goodness. Absolutely. Super reminds us of his good, of his goodness. Now, Kim, I, um, let's jump into um, you adding on entrepreneurship um uh, you were a teacher tell us about your journey like what triggered you to you know to saying you know i want to i want to help more can um, i tell you something i know i should let her tell her story but this is the only person i know that came to college with a plan and did exactly what she said she was going to do i love it she came to school knowing that she was going to own her own tutorial center okay like that's just it, it was, and I have never known this woman to not hold no less than three jobs at a time. You talk about grind and get it. That is this one. No, oh I remember being like young teenager and I would come visit you guys, um, you know, at school. I'm like, where Kim at? Where Kim at? Okay, working. I see Work. her for a little Work. bit and she back out again. Like, I just, you know, it was bananas, but her work ethic is unmatched and it's unreal. So Kim, That's tell it. us about this plan. So since you came to college, you went into college with this plan. I didn't know if people knew that. Um, Excuse me? Who I am I? Know. I? I knew. Okay. So it started with my mama. My mom's a teacher, right? Right. And my dad was an entrepreneur. I basically combined them. So my mom, bless her heart, she told me, don't go into teaching. You're not going to make no money. I couldn't get away from it, though. Like, I was one of those kids that just loved kids. And I loved teaching. And I would I was the kid that pretended I had classroom full of kids. But it was my stuffed animals. And my first job tutoring when I was 15, my first job was at a daycare. Like, I could not get away from kids. And I kept trying to figure out as a teenager how to make money, but still teach. Cause that was my true calling. And I knew it, but my mama kept saying, don't be no teacher. You work too hard. You don't get paid. You're not appreciated. And so I made up in my mind, looking at my dad, he didn't have nobody telling him what his cap was. He didn't have anybody to say, you can only make so much. He made as much as he worked. And I decided, I'm just going to own my own business teaching children because <laughs> I can't get away 
from teaching kids is what I love doing. It, they make me happy, but I don't want anybody telling me what I'm going to bring home me. Mm. I need to match my, try to match my salary with how much effort I put in. Because when you're on somebody else's job and there's nothing wrong with it because it's a lot of security in it and you have a lot of insurance and you know you need insurance. Uh, <laughs> that's always that, that, that 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 like insurance. Insurance. It kind of did for me. Right. Different. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. you don't want anybody to tell you this is what you can make. I don't care how hard you work. This is the salary you bring it home. Right. Being an entrepreneur, I can sit at the beginning of the year and say, this is what I want to make. And if I put in the work and do the networking and call the right people and pray and ask God to give me wisdom, I can bring that home. Now, does it always happen like that? No. But there's always a chance. Because when you are under someone else, there's not the chance. Right. You make 70000 and that's what you make. But I have the chance to make six, seven figures. Do I hit it every year? No. But I have the opportunity to do that. So that's, good. that's why I like the entrepreneurship is for me. I also, like I don't like being confined all day. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I got that my is spirit, and I just be gone. I, I don't like being in one place all day. So yeah. let me ask you something, Kim. <clears throat> How many jobs you got right now? Leave me alone. <laughs> no. Okay. So leaps and bounds takes up most of my time. However, I did say people need insurance. So <laughs> I won't say what president messed it up for entrepreneurs. However, um, if I work part time at a school district, I get full benefits. So you just have that's to, what's up. You have to kind of play with it to get Absolutely. yourself taken care of. Right, right. You gotta finesse. You gotta right. finesse however you know you need to. And that's I'm so happy that you brought that up because so many times when we think about I don't want to be confined. I got to automatically just go into entrepreneurship a hundred percent. Like just take that jump. Do it. Sometimes do it if you're not ready. Right. Sometimes we're not ready. And I'm, you know, we always say God will, he's going to let you survive, you know, but, but he we, also gave you common sense. Exactly. So he going to make sure you ain't, you don't completely knock yourself out. But if you were ready, if you were prepared, and if you did it the right way, he's going to allow you to thrive when you take that jump right. versus just going back down to surviving. And then you like, God, is this you and all of that? You go through that whole thing. When at the same time, maybe you didn't seek, you know, a wise counsel before you took that jump. Right. And and to your point, LaFlower, I have to say, if, as you say that, you know, that's exactly what uh, Miss Kimberly did. You know, she started out teaching full time. That was her plan. And she had a plan to get where she needed to get to before she started her center. But she had a plan. She executed. And let me tell you, I'll just interject this. And this is for any entrepreneurs that might be on here. Life is not a straight road. There are all kinds of curves and twists in it. 
And I did start with a plan to teach full-time and I worked my business part-time until my business became the part, the full-time and the bit, you know, the teaching was part-time. I actually did nothing but my business for 10 years. Um, but I also had a husband at that time. So my insurance was taken care of. Well, when my husband passed, now I had to revamp my plan because he wasn't here to cover that part of me. So it was like, well, God, how are we going to do this? Because it's still me and him. I'm not totally alone. So HISD, I mean, not HISDs, ISDs, sometimes you don't even hear of part-time employees or their contract and they're not able to get insurance. God opened the door for me where I just walked through it. You know, uh, my work ethic, God blessed me where he put my name before I was even there. So Come on. Said, I'll take the job. It was just, it was almost, will you take the job? And it was like, yeah, I'll take the job. Um, what's the pay? He <laughs> told me the pay. Um, and then they said, but you get full benefits. Oh, and man. that covered me again. So it doesn't. So now people are like, well, is the center doing okay? Now you have a job again. Well, me and God know why I have that job again. If it wasn't for the insurance issue, maybe I wouldn't. But don't think because you have to take a step back or a step to the side or anything like that, that you're a failure. No, a failure is not doing what you need to do to make sure you're okay. Absolutely. You, got you know to, what I'm saying? You have to be flexible. And right. Because, you know, we go through seasons. It's like everything is not going to be an automatic home run for everything. Right. Sometimes it's a different season to get from, you know, first base to second base and third base, you know, second and, and so on. It's different seasons. And that, that's such a good word, Kimberly, that we have to be flexible, especially if you're going to dibble and dabble or even take this entrepreneurship thing seriously. You got to be willing and you know why you're doing what you're doing. And who knows you being there part time, it could open the door for more, more income or more. And it has, you know, I've met more teachers, people know me more. So it's like, okay, I'm recommending my students to you. I mean, you just never know, be open to what God may do for you. Right. That's it. We got to not put him in a box and just, and, and just be prepared for anything and allow him to move. Well, guys, this is getting really good and I'm super excited. And now we have to take a quick break and then we will be right back. Mm, mm. Be right back, guys. Hold on. Hold tight. Life is better when you are living on purpose, but many times we get stuck in the rat race and in the mundane task of our day-to-day lives, causing most to lose sight of their purpose. That's why certified life coach, inner healer, and business strategist LaFlower Bowie is here to help you get calibrated your calling through proven systems, techniques, and resources. Order a copy of her book, Principles to Reposition, to assist you with your journey or schedule a free clarity session to kickstart the journey. After these sessions, clients have stated they found clarity and Open their eyes to things they had long forgotten. So get social and follow LaFlower on all social media platforms at LaFlower Bowie. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. 
Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Uncommon Faith. It's your girl, LaFlower, and, our, and my co-host, Regina Brown. And we are rocking it out with our amazing special guest tonight, Miss Kimberly. Kimberly, thank you so much for joining us. And I know we had just started touching the surface on, um, you know, your plan and how sometimes our plans and the things that God has in store for us, they can be totally different. Now, let me ask you, when you made this plan to be an entrepreneur, um, did when you launched your business, did it go, you know, how you thought it would go? Or were there extra bumps in the road, things that you didn't think of? Because I know that you are meticulous. I'm pretty sure you had an amazing plan. Like this, go do this. I'm a market like this. <laughs> so how did that go when you started your journey in entrepreneurship? Oh my goodness. I am not the one to follow <laughs> when it comes to how I started. I tell people that all the time and they're like, what? I'm like, no, I didn't actually even write a business plan to my business was like seven years old. Wow. Like when I say the favor of God, because <laughs> uh, this is year 16 and um, yeah, I didn't do things right. And the thing is, well, I didn't do things the typical way. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I was looking for. Uh, I had some ideas, but as far as formal, I didn't do that. Um, and God, I wish I had. Um, because going back to do some of the stuff that I should have done before I even opened was extremely hard. Um, so I ended up being in all kinds of business programs, trying to learn things that I wish I would have known at first. And that probably should have been my story about how God is real, that we still survive. Because <laughs> I didn't know much. I did not know much. I knew how to teach. And I'm a people person, so I could talk to people and get them to understand what how I was going to help their kid. Um, and I prayed about everything. That's how... It happened, but um, definitely in Proverbs, seek wise counsel. Like, you really do need to do that. Do not just go out there and, I mean, there's a reason there are business classes. There's a reason there are business and entrepreneurial courses. You need to educate yourself. It makes it so much easier when you have, you may not need a business degree, but you need to have some kind of sense of what you're doing. You need to know how to balance a checkbook. You need to know how to use QuickBooks or some kind of, I mean, you need to know that stuff. Um, you do need to know labor laws. And I, Gina say me probably from getting sued. You need a human resources person. Like you need that. So um, God just smiled on me. Um, but if I could do it differently, I would have, gotten some more education earlier in my plan instead of later. I love it. I love it. I love it. Gina, so you didn't save Kim a couple times? Well, it's so funny because I was going to say, I was sitting here thinking, um, seeking wise counsel and, and literally, and then she said it, you know, and I was like, oh, there she goes speaking my mind. <laughs> but, um, Cause that's what she did, you know, when, you know, we talked and got to certain things and, and my area in human resources, you know, she, she came to me and I was able to help, you know, and was glad to do it. So 
that that's it. Like we don't know everything. We're not going to know everything when we venture out. But, you know, if we know that that's our path and where God is leading us, he's going to provide us with the right connections and so forth and so on to, to be successful and get it done. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, now, Kim, I want to talk about um, what would you say to parents who are hesitant to, you know, get that additional help for their children? It depends on the reason they're hesitant. Um they may say, you go to school, that's what your teacher get paid for. Yeah, they might think it's not necessary. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, Lord, that's a, that's a, that's a, you hit a chord. Because <laughs> first off, I'm a teacher, so I'm always protect teachers. Um, here's the thing. If there's, there's a thing in our community where, and I'm not just saying our community, like the black community, the white community, just the community of America, just our culture, where if I'm doing okay, then that's good enough. When do we teach our kids that the goal is to be average, that mediocre is okay? If I have a C or a B, well, she's passing. When did that become the goal? I always thought the goal was to excel. I always thought the goal was to be your absolute best. Mm. And if I can spend a few dollars a week to make you even better, why wouldn't I? That's number one, is that tutoring is only for struggling kids. Right. That's not true. Right. Tutoring is for anybody who wants to be better, right? Um, we teach kids all the time that are skipping grades, and, uh, you know, starting coursework early because they want to be better. And you don't ever want to teach your child that average is good enough. Because, I mean, you do your best and whatever that best is, that's good enough. Um, then you don't want to put your child's education on someone else. Even though that teacher, that is her job. How many people do you know who can't do their job? How many people do you know who don't like their job? You might be one of them. Um, <laughs> how many people do you know who are overworked and underpaid? And so we're putting 25, 28 kids with one person and expecting them to work miracles. That's not her job. Her job is to introduce concepts and to do your, her best to make sure her child, your child gets it. But guess what? She's only with your child maybe about five hours because you got to take out lunch. You got to take out recess. You got to take out music. You see what I'm saying? So, and then in that time, you got math, reading, science, writing. Like it's so much that yeah. a teacher has to fit in the day. If you know your child is struggling or a little behind or just needs the curriculum to move slower, you need to be calling the tutor, um, especially if you don't want to do it at home. And it's okay because a lot of parents tell me, I'm not a teacher. I understand. Bring her to me. This is what I ask God for. This is what I love to do. I understand you work six hours you know, or you're not getting home to six o'clock and you got three other kids and this one is struggling. Right. Like, why do that to that child or yourself? <laughs> you know, um, 
especially, and I tell parents this and I'll let it go because I can talk about this all day. Uh, <laughs> if you don't have the patience, oh my God, please let somebody else do it because you will give that child a phobia of that subject. Yeah. They will be scared to say a word out loud. Um, you be like, if you're, they're trying something and they say it and it's wrong and you start yelling at them, do you know you're teaching them not to be a risk taker? Mm -hmm. Don't take that risk because I'm going to get yelled at. Or it's better to shut down when I can't understand. Don't verbalize. I mean, how can you fuss and yell at a child because they don't get it? I mean, it's so unfair. That's so super unfair. Super unfair. Right. So if you are too tired and overworked to do it, that's understandable. An unbelievable amount of pressure is on parents. Just take them somewhere. Just log in on the computer. We have virtual. <laughs> you know, and virtual tutoring is not virtual school because it's one-on-one. -on -one, so it's real hard for you not to pay attention when I'm sitting here talking to you. So <laughs> y'all saw, saw she switched into Miss Kim. Right. I'm like, just be fair to yourself and to your kids. Um, it doesn't mean you're a failure, it doesn't even mean your child is a failure. Right. You wouldn't look at somebody crazy because they go to a therapist for help. You wouldn't look at yourself crazy because you go to your pastor to talk about your marriage. I mean, if there's a problem, go to the people that can help you. I like it. I like it. I like That's it. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Now, Kim, I have another question. So we know that a lot of parents, especially in the season that we're in, mm -hmm. uh, money is tight. Right. So if they literally, not that they're making an excuse, but literally the budget cannot handle adding on that additional expense, what tips do you have for some parents to help their children until they can get in a place where they can, you know, um, you know to get, get additional help. Sometimes you have jewels sitting in your family. How many families don't have a teacher in it? Like, there's not going to be many that don't have a teacher. Sometimes, God bless these teachers at school, they're willing to stay. <laughs> um, there are all kinds of YouTube videos that show all kinds of math steps and all that. The latest stuff is on YouTube. What about um, you do math, though, Kim? I'm sorry to cut you off, but what is he drawing the illustration in the box? In the can I look? Thing? <laughs> look, can I testify real quick? Oh Lord, can I testify about Kimberly's tutoring and math skills because she gave me a whole math lesson? <laughs> can I tell you? On this, on this drawing, this, this look, I had no idea what was going on with my daughter's multiplications or addition or something she was doing. I think it was addition. We just add multiple numbers. And I'm like, but I don't understand what the teacher said. And she took me through it. And when I tell you, I felt like I was somebody. That light bulb went off and I was like, oh my God, I ain't never understood it like this before. But y'all know math has always been a little, me and Matt don't, we, we don't jive <laughs> like that. But when I tell you Miss Kim made me want to do math. You at, so a, at a space game, you want to do some math? Don't bring out that little paper. 
<laughs> me, I remember that day. Me and Gina had dry erase boards. That was so. It was funny and sad at the same time. You know your friends. You know your friends. And I guess for me, this new math, it's it's frustrating because it I'm already doing it in my head. I'm like, baby, why are you not doing it too? Or it's like, why we just can't, you know, try to try. Right. You know, why we just because they didn't it? teach them that way. So they know you like you crazy. Like, but see, it's like, how are we supposed to help them when with their homework when they come home and we don't we I'm clueless as to what she to is to trying to do. We supposed to go to Lisa Bow. That's one solution. Um, a lot of times I have parents who will write the teacher and say, Is there a YouTube video that you use during class? Um, is there a resource that you can uh, you know. And I have a book coming out where I'm writing all these strategies out, showing them step by step. Because come on now, we about to add author to the to the repertoire. <laughs> Let me know. If I hear it all the time, and I'm like, I need to write a book for parents and for the kids who forget steps because they once they see it, they remember. Um, but the state of Texas is also coming out with a program because of COVID. To help these kids and so leaps and bounds is one of the approved vendors um i partnered with another tutoring center and so we will be that they could absolutely get free tutoring through the school wow that's so wonderful it's it's some help on the way that's so major because you know back when you we used to look at these mu these movies and these tv shows it's like oh that's that new man i'm like what they talk about but now right. literally Oh, baby, that's that new man. Yes. Let me, but I'm so happy to hear that because I know that it's so many parents that actually want to help, especially with a lot of us being able to work from home now. And we don't we save that time on our commute and stuff like that, where we have more time to, to help the kids with their homework and stuff like that. But it's like when you look at it, it's literally foreign. To, Usually... You know, if you ask the teacher to write out the steps, most teachers will. Okay. Y'all hear that? Ask the teacher to write out the steps. And, you know, Kim, if there is a YouTube video that you frequently give out um, about the, um, you know, different resources and stuff like that, send it to me. I will tell you, math with Mr. J is okay. Mr. J. He does all kinds of math, and he explains it so well. And he has... Um, all the way from like third grade stuff all the way to sixth and seventh grade math with mr j and so if you look up on youtube like if you just say multiplication two digit box method all the different videos on that will come up okay and they will explain how to do it step by step i love it i love it thank you so much for sharing gina what you got Look like I'm gonna be looking up some YouTube videos. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Y'all know I need all the help. Oh yes, Lord. it's all good, Gina. It's all good. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. So grateful. But guys, we're actually posting the link to Mr. J's YouTube channel. On our, um, in the broadcast. So if you guys are watching the broadcast, um, I just posted the link to rock out with Mr. J. So you guys will see that on all of our platforms. Thank you so much for recommending that, Kim. 
Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. We use him a lot. <laughs> okay, well, Mr. J. Oh, I like his grad. Oh, that's cute. Okay, let me get off. Let me get off his YouTube's. We'll come back over here to y'all. All right. Thank okay. you. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. So, guys, our soul work question for tonight, because I know we got to get ready to pivot. Our soul work question for tonight is what are you doing to accelerate your success? What are you doing to accelerate your success? And I think I like this soul work question for tonight because it kind of touched on some of the things that, um, you know, even our guest, Ms. Kim, talked about where eventually she had to take some business classes. She had to reach out to Wise Counsel because um, she saw that, um, you know, there were some things that she was missing out in her business. You know, her success was not what she wanted. Her success did not look like what she wanted it to look like. So what are you doing? Let me finish putting this in there. Forgot to put it in there earlier. That's good. That actually lines up with um, something I heard on the radio on, on the ride home. And it was about... You know, oftentimes we um, can you guys hear me? OK. Mm -hmm. OK. So oftentimes, you know, like for me, you I'm, have certification and we have certifications and licenses and all these different things. And we get yeah. with the companies and we will only go and obtain these things if the company will pay for it. Mm. Right. And and in the segment, it was more or less like. We have to invest in ourselves, invest in yourself, right? So if the organization is not willing to cover that certification and that exam or whatever, do it for yourself because it is going to make you more marketable, right? For that next role or next position or for a promotion or something to that effect. But, you know, believe enough in yourself that you are willing to pay for that and not wait for somebody else to do it for you. Oh, Gina, that's that's so deep because, you know, I'm a huge believer in, um, you know, personal investing in your personal development because you're either going to pay now by you proactively paying for it or you're going to pay later by making those business mistake, mistakes or making those career mistakes and things like that. So totally, you know, um, I am, you know, buying more books, partnering, buying more courses, doing what I have to do, reaching out for new mentors. Because sometimes, like right now in the season that I'm in, I feel like that I have outgrown some of the, the mentors and coaches. And I've been coaching me for the past like five years or so. Right. Um, you know, I'm at the point where not not to be cocky or anything like that, but you know, you get to a point where you know the master can only teach you so much. And then you have to level up and find someone at another level who can take you higher. That's Absolutely. what I was just thinking about. Um, I was just sitting here quiet thinking. Um, and you want to get to a point where you start to outgrow your coaches because Absolutely. that means you're growing. Right. But what happened to me while I had to reach out um, is because the business started to outgrow me. Mm. It started mm. to outgrow what I knew. Yeah. Um, and I realized if it was going to survive, I had to get out of the business's way because yeah. I only knew so much. 
And because I only knew so much, I didn't know how to navigate the opportunities that were coming toward me. So I had to quick, fast, and hairy do some stuff. But if you already know where you're going, you can start preparing for that so that when the opportunities come, you're ready to jump on it. Because I'm not going to lie, I missed some opportunities because I wasn't ready to scale my business like I should have been. Um, so I saw some opportunities walk away. Um, but that wouldn't happen now. <laughs> because it's like, love it. Love it. I don't know how to do something. I'm going to find somebody real quick and get right. them in place. Right. But if you know, already know that that's what you're trying to do, you need to start preparing yourself. Like, I'm nowhere near ready today to start franchising. But who's already looking at franchise stuff? I can't wait until it's time. It has to happen before it's time. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. That's it. And that goes to like kind of like the, the cliche saying, you know, just like you, you stay ready and then you don't have to get ready. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like already be on it. So and then, like I said, when opportunity comes knocking. Right. Are you going to be able to answer it? Right. So I love that. This reminds me of the book um, Who Moved My Cheese. If you yes. guys have not read that book, it's a great um, leadership, just personal development growth book. I, I, you know, I frequent it often. Yes. Because I always want to remind myself to don't get comfortable. Like Regina okay. said, stay ready. And like Kim said, you want to be in a position where if an opportunity presents itself for some new cheese, that you are already on the way to the new cheese. Like she's already looking at franchise stuff, even though she may not be at the point of franchising, she's already expanding her knowledge. Like we talked about last week with character, she's expanding her knowledge, probably expanding her network when it comes to franchising. So then when it's time for her to pull the trigger from a business sense, she is ready. Cause I know we need a leaps and bounds on this side of town. Come on, yes, I'm, I'm just coming. I know y'all rep hard on the North side. But can we get some love on the Southwest? Can we Come get on. love on the Southwest? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Please. It's coming. Please. But that's 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 just so important, guys. I, I, but yes, what are you doing to accelerate your success in this season? And another thing that Kim said earlier, she says that she asked God for the wisdom. Yes. So many of us wait and think that God is going to magically open doors, and I'm not going to start preaching tonight, y'all, but we think that God is going to magically open doors, but what God and the Holy Spirit does, God will give us formulas, ideas, inventions. He'll give us the blueprint, but it's up to us to actually walk that faith thing out and to actually do it. Yeah. Right? But he's going to give it to us, so maybe you in this season where you, you got to walk that thing out. You got to, you know, just start moving because we know, as you guys know, famous, uh, you know, frequent saying here on Uncommon Faith, clarity comes in motion. So when you get in motion, God is going to give you clarity on to keep going, to turn, to exit, all of that stuff. But guys, I challenge you tonight, get out your journals, uh, put that soul work question in there, really take some time to think, what are you doing to accelerate your success? And then you can take that to another level and think about your family's success. Because y'all know over here in the buoy house, we look at this thing as a whole corporation. That's it. Going to move the buoy's legacy in the right direction. How are we accelerating the growth of the family overall in different areas? That's right. 
I know it's almost time for us to wrap up, but I I just had to say this because I so Kimberly, when you were talking, there was a commonality that I didn't even realize over all this time between us. So, of course, we both know both of our mothers are teachers. Right. Mm -hmm. But then also looking at the fact that both of our fathers are entrepreneurs, huh. that part I just never even really put together. But it's like. Dude, it's the same over here. Like, yeah. a mama teaching, and daddy got this business, you got to go get it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right, right. Amazing. And, it, and, you know, we're blessed to have parents who are entrepreneurs because it put something in us. Yes, it did. You know what I'm saying? You you had to have that go get it attitude. That's it. Or you go go hungry. So. <laughs> that wasn't Miss Kim. That was Kim Kim. That was Kim. Yeah. Was. Uh, as my daddy would say, Kimmy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what Kimmy doing over there? So, yeah. So, no, Kim, no, I want to say it's so true. And, guys, oh my gosh, that y'all didn't did an activation for some people, and I don't even think you realized it. That can be the thing that helps accelerate your family, accelerate your growth, is just activating or even considering entrepreneurship, considering ownership. Because so many of us, you know, we get that good job. You know, I didn't work for the three-letter company that I can't name, AT&T. And when people, you know, uh, stayed there for so long, great benefits. I didn't work for another one, you know, where everybody is united and flying the sky. You know, amazing companies, amazing companies. However, I've seen so many people get stuck working for those companies. Because you wanted the covering of the union and you're not over you want, and and you forsake the covering of Yeshua. And Come you, on. Everything that you need lies within here. You know, and you get you get accustomed to, like Kim said, working a certain schedule, to having people tell you what to do, go through these processes. But I encourage you, there's so much more. And I'll just say this, Flower. It's okay if that's what you are called to do because somebody needs to work those jobs. Somebody do. Somebody needs to minister to the people that are on those jobs. God can put you on those jobs. But if you have something in your heart that has been put on your heart to do and you're just afraid to step out, that's something different. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. Come on, we have to walk in our purpose. Walk in right. our purpose and in our calling. And like you said, everyone, you know, everyone's called to different things. And like I've told you guys before, I know my jobs is, are not necessarily jobs. I'm not there to I'm there on an assignment. Right, and I recognize that. And that's how God uses me. And I received that. Now, it took some time for me to understand, but I get it now. <laughs> They're total assignments. They're total assignments. And Kim, you're so right. But guys, if you are there and if you feel like there is. If you have that inkling, like there has to be more to life than this. I challenge you to look outside of that covering and that comfort zone that your job provides you. I'm not telling you to go and, and take that leap right now, but just start researching, start thinking about, okay, if I do activate my entrepreneurial rights, what does that look like? You know, what are the natural gifts and talents that God has put me on this earth to, to do? You know, are you calibrated to your calling or are you calibrated to the comfort zone that your job provides you? Mm. So many of us, I've seen so many of us be, you know, just calibrated to our paycheck and we forsake the gifts and talents and the purpose that God has put us on this earth to do. 
you know, and it's okay to minister on your job. Be the light for the kingdom. Be the light. Yes. And you can minister without Bible thumping, without uh, being, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored every time somebody see you. Come on now. We didn't outgrown that. We're not, you know, oh, child, I'm a, come on now. We can do better. We can do better. But Kim, it's been amazing. This kind yes. of thing. So flipping fast. Oh my gosh. Too fast. Too fast. We're going to have to run this back one time because we didn't even get into any of the juicy stuff. We sure didn't. So you got to come back. <laughs> we probably got to bring her back. Right. Birthday month. In January. Right. Yes. And we need to have the sisters with you. I need all three of y'all. Oh and my God. And That's going to be a show. The whole dynamic of everything. Yeah. <laughs> you about the niece, Regina. The whole oh crew. We need, we need the whole crew. But the whole crew. Appreciate you really quick, Kim. If you want to shout out, how can our Uncommon Faith family find you on the north side? Where you at? Um, the <laughs> Online. Yeah, I was just going to say we have a Facebook page, Leaps and Bounds Tutorial Center. Um, our number is 832-338-9393. And then we have a website, leapsandboundstutorials.com. All right, all right, all right. Well, thank you so much, Regina. What's, uh, close us out tonight, girl. Close us out. Hey, well, look, guys, I really thank you all for tuning in tonight. Kimberly, of course, we absolutely love and appreciate you coming on and sharing all this wonderful tutorial wisdom with us. Thank um, you for having me. Yes. And we look forward to having you again. All right, guys, we want you to walk in your calling and your purpose as usual. We want you to live on purpose and be intentional in this last quarter of the year. All right, guys. Grace and peace. Till next time. Grace and peace.